everybody. Welcome to the Ring the Bell Philly Show. I'm Christy Francesco. Jason Kent is here, the OGs, uh, and we're delivering what we promised to you all, and that is right before the end of 2023, we were, were bringing you a show, um, kind of just reliving our top five favorite moments of the 2023 Philadelphia Philly season. And um, But first off, I really kind of want to just start things off with Jay, did, did you ever think that this is episode 92, so we are approaching that 100th episode. We're getting um, there. Did you ever think that we would get, to, you know, to, to this point? Um, Because I know I, I know that the, the gentleman that asked me to do the show with him, um, I, I knew he was dedicated. He's a big <laughs> sports guy. I, I, we're getting to 1,000. We've said it. We're, we're going to be here 1,000 and beyond. So, yeah, you know, it's, we're just – we both love talking baseball. We both love baseball. Yeah. Um, you know, and the other guys that do the show with us, they're, you know, all baseball guys. So we're, you know, we're big baseball guys. So I, you know, it's when you have a passion about something, it's really easy to talk about day sure. in and day out. I, I, I agree. And as volatile and stubborn as your two hosts of this show can be, <laughs> not only on the air, but off the air as well. It is sometimes it's stunning to me that we're at this point. But hey, look, we're here. We're episode 92. I'm sure by the time the, the season starts in April, we're going to be at episode over 100 or more. Um, and it's just crazy that we're at the end of 2023 and um, we're here with you guys, except obviously with Christmas kind of interrupting there. We've been here with you guys every week for a lot of it, twice a week. So we are so grateful that you guys have taken us in. Uh, we hope to continue growing, to continue getting better. Like I said, January, there's something new that we're rolling out here. Our goal, and it's I'm happy to have Jason on here to talk about it because he's the one that I had all these conversations with so many times before Ring the Bell got off the ground. And our goal was to get to where we're going to be, and that is to – the, the focus, the main thing of this whole thing is this show, is the Ring the Bell Phillies. That's it. That's the tippy-top tier. That is our, our focus. And the other thing that we wanted to go from there was to branch out into an all-Philadelphia sports show, which we are breaking out in January. But just want to let people know, because I did get some questions, this show right here is never going away. This is the king. This is why we're here. This is why this is even – this is even a conversation. The Phillies are Jason and I's number one passion of anything. So this is not going away. This is our prime focus. We're excited to bring you what, what's coming down the pike in January. Again, more details as that all gets wrapped up and finished. Um, we're, we're very excited to bring you more content. Um, so we're excited for that. But so tonight's topic, as we ring out, uh, the the you know 2023, which was a incredibly memorable year, uh, didn't again just like 2022 did not end how we wanted it to end, but it, that doesn't mean there wasn't just incredible spectacular moments that we are going to remember. We're gonna give you our top five, but really quick, Jay, dude, last time we talked, Otani wasn't signed, Yamamoto wasn't signed, dude. Well. So many. Well, over a billion well, – The big money guys. <laughs> over a billion dollars later, the Dodgers got both. So um, what is – um, what was your thoughts, man, real quick on, on Otani and then Yamamoto ending up both in, in Dodger uniforms? 
both ending up in Dodge uniform doesn't shock me. I think what the Dodgers are paying for him does a little bit, um, especially the Otani deal, the way they structured it, $2 million a year for 10 years and then 680 over however many years after. Yeah. It's, it's like, dude. And, you know, so and I remember last year they said 500, I thought. And even that I thought was wild, 500 yeah. million, six, and then seven. And then the Yamamoto, I think they all said, like, he may go one, 150, Maybe 200. Close to 200, but, you know, he gets <laughs> as much as I wanted him. And 325 is a I'm, lot of money. I'm okay not paying a dude that kind of money that's never mm-hmm. pitched in the majors. You know, but it, when you look at it, yes, it's a it's a billion dollars. But what the Dodgers are going to get back from that market, just from, you know, being out there, the Japanese market is going to love watching those two guys. Now that they're on the same team, yeah, they're going to bring in Buku Bucks. So it's yeah. you know good for the Dodgers. They really upped their team. You know, they've really failed a lot outside of the 2020 COVID year. They haven't gotten over that hump. So, you know, they had to spend the money. You knew that fan base wanted it. I'm just shocked at the, I'm just shocked how much that's a lot of cash. And it is. And I think we'll probably talk about this during an off-season show regarding Otani's contract. If that's something you think that's going to start being a kind of a trend moving forward, do you think that started something or do you believe that Otani is such a special enigma? He's an enigmatic figure well, and it's did just you so see, odd. Did you see the, the uh, endorsement deals? That, that's where it is. That's like, where it he's is. He's nobody. There, I don't can't. There's never been a player in, mm-hmm. in major league history that's had the endorsement that he's had. And it's again, it's you know, the Japanese market. And he gets he gets worldwide, he's worldwide. You yeah. know, he is it's tell you, I don't know if he's the face of baseball, but like globally, it's gonna be him. Oh, globally, so, he's the face of baseball. So yeah. So it makes it for him, he's getting 45 a year already. Yeah. Endorsement deals. Yeah. I can I can put my 680 away because I'm sure they're gonna invest it somehow. It, you know, it's so the dude. He's not worried about that extra money for those 10 years. And it helped the Dodgers out. Like he got to bring in, I'm sure he was excited to bring in, you know, his buddy from the World Baseball Classic going out there. You know, so I'm sure that played a part of it as well. Yeah. And secondly, um, real quick, again, before we get to our top moments, I know you guys are are dying to hear them. Um, (laughs) Chris Sale ends up with the Atlanta Braves in a trade earlier today with the Red Sox. I sent you guys a text in the group thread, and maybe you guys answered it, but I I was um, not around today. Um, That seems like a very out of bound, like out of out of the box move for the Atlanta Braves. That's not a move that they're that they're known to take to go after a pitcher who has been oft injured the last few years. Is definitely not the player he was a long time ago. Why do you think the Braves and you know John makes funny comments? Most of them are dumb, was but he did the smartest make one I've read of him the, so far the, since the, I've known him. It, is this Number one of those? One. It's true. Do you <laughs> think this is one of those things where you know we got to get we got to get the Phillies out know, somehow? Though. It could be, especially the last two years we kicked him out. <laughs> it's but just knowing you know sales history, you know even last year he pitched twenty games, but he got hurt again. Yeah, he hasn't like the last four years he hasn't pitched. Yeah, I mean, you know, so it is a shocking move. I want to see how much money the uh, the Red Sox ate because I think his contract it was like five for one thirty five or something like that when he first signed mm-hmm. with them. So you know he is getting paid a good amount of money, and you don't see the the Braves really give it out for players that aren't there. 
and that's definitely not a contract they would give him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really seems to be, you know, the Phillies have a lot of lefties, you know, a yes. lot, a lot more than normal teams. So, you know, they pretty much can go left, right, the whole lineup and you don't see that. So it could be cause especially Harper, Harper eats them every last two seasons a lot. Yeah. So if you're as a Phillies fan, do you like the idea? Would you rather have Christopher Sanchez or Chris sale? Christopher Sanchez. I agree. I agree 100%. And I don't um, think that's a homerish thing. I think a lot of no, people I hear agree. that. I don't think it is. I, I just – sales injury history, really, I don't like it. It's not like it was a one-year, you know, four years later. It's yeah. been every season. So it's, yeah. you just can't have it. I agree. Um, all right, so let's get down to it. We are going to give you guys our top five favorite moments of 2023 with the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to start from five and go all the way down to one. And like Jason and I were talking right before we we hit, you know, record and start this stream live, it wasn't that easy getting it down to five. So I I wrote down ten, and then I looked at them, and then I kind of pieced them together. Like there's a couple, I think, really big things that didn't even make my top five. And I think maybe one of them Jay mentions, and we'll see. But um, it was just – there was a lot of really cool things that happened with the Phillies this year. Um, and we're going to break down – we're going to go right to it now. Jay, what was your number five uh, moment of, of the year for you? So my number five happened early in the season. Happened right May 2nd. Bryce Harper returning from Tommy John. Yep. After five yep. months, just to, like this is, you know, everybody said, okay, can we hold off till June? Can we hold off till the all-star break? Yep. That's all you heard. And yep. this dude said, I'm the bionic man. <laughs> yeah. I'll be back on May 2nd. Like right. I feel better than everyone. So to me, just having him come back, you know, November 23rd, getting Tommy John and just being ready to play major league baseball. Cause when I went back and looked at it, you know, game one, I think he went zero for four. Yep. But then, you know, the dude sat at 300 the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So it's just wild what he was able to do. So to me, that had to go, you know, it may be a little higher on some people's list. Um, but I just uh, that's it was spectacular. Like there's to me, there's none like that. So that was my number five. That's a great one. That did not make my top five. It did make my honorable mention. And I feel really bad about it. But it's your boy too, bro. Come I know. On. I know. It's all right. He's in here a couple times. But so my number five is a collective effort was the month of August. And I just like, dude, like they went 17 and 10. Um, they, they, that was like the month that really, they were 16 games over 500 after August. They hit 59 home runs um in that entire month which is a franchise best and look this is a 140 year old franchise and to set a franchise record of home runs in a month almost setting you know getting up there in terms of one of the biggest home run months in the history of baseball is absolutely unbelievable and you know so many things happened in august which i'm not going to get into because some of them might be on my list but you know just the month of august that the Phillies had was just absolutely so cool. Like just to say like one of like Weston Wilson's first MLB <laughs> off bat was a home run. Um, you know, Michael Lorenzen's no hitter was in August. So many things happened yeah. in August. One of which I won't bring up because it's in my top five, much to the chagrin of Jason. I'm sure, you know, 
We talk no, about that eventually. So, it's in there. It's hundred <laughs> percent in. It had to be. Like it, it had to, to be. be. Yeah, yeah, it had to um, be. So we'll get to that. But my 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 number five moment of the year was the entire month of August because I felt like month. every time we did a show, it's like, oh, cool, the Phillies hit three home runs today. Oh, hum. Like, <laughs> like there's no big was, deal. No, no big deal. Like, you know, wasn't at that at a point, J2-1, they were the best team in baseball from, like, that June. They were averaging, like, seven runs a game in the major leagues, averaging seven runs a game. Um, it was just absolutely crazy what the Phillies did in August. So that is is my number five moment of the year. Uh, Jay, you're, uh, you're number four. So my number four, you just mentioned it. It, it had to be that, that Lorenzen no-hitter. Mm-hmm. Um you know, game start number two after he came out. Get start number one for Philly. Spectacular eight innings. I think it was one or two runs. Yeah. Um, he comes out start number two uh, and has Chris D. Francesco declare that we're going to sign him and not Aaron Nola. Yeah, like, that's how big of a deal this was at that point. <laughs> so let's if you're if you're fans of the show, you remember that one. No, I remember uh, it too. You know, I'm we're sorry. Sign the big righty. Sign the big righty. But <laughs> it came at a point where you just needed it. And he was he was spectacular uh for those for those two starts. That was it. It was all downhill. But it, it it had to uh hit the no-hitter, yeah, it had to make the list. He just, you know, at a time where we needed it, he came out and really helped uh help help keep the shit straight till we got on that run. So uh it was nice to see him come in and pitch two great starts. Like <laughs> it's like a little shot at the end. It was nice <laughs> that he pitched two great ones. Um, all right, so yeah, my my number four is uh, being able to to watch Bryce Harper's three hundredth home run. Um, wow. And to me, you know, as Phillies fans, we um, unfortunately go through a lot of failure, and we don't get to see too many really historic moments and it just feels like we're starting to see so many with Bryce Harper in a Phillies uniform that it's just it's really cool and special to see and I just felt like that 300th home run was just such Thank a you. cool moment he gets to the dugout he the massive setting ovation he puts the jersey out and he kisses both sides of the Phillies on his uniform um you know this is a guy who said he wants to be buried in a Phillies uniform um, and it's just, it's I do really, too. Does I, that... I know one so... of us, one of us has family who actually completed that. So good on them. Um, he's in a, dad's in a Jersey or t-shirt Jersey. That that's counts. what I meant. That's it counts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dad, it counts. Dad, dad counts. So yeah, that, I'm going a... to be on this one though. I'm going to get a real one. I'm not going to clown like that guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dad love you. <laughs> um, so I thought witnessing 300 was just so cool. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time something like that happened with the Phillies. I mean, I remember when Jim Tomey hit his 400th yeah. career home run with the Phillies. I'd say um, probably the last Jimmy breaking the hit record. I think Jimmy was breaking the, last the hit one record. Of the big ones I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's been a long time since we've seen something like that. So uh, I'm gonna say it, it for the hundredth time. Dude chose us. Yeah, it's wild. I, I know. It's still wild. He chose us. Yeah, it, it is. It's really crazy. And I and I've I tell people all the time. I've never gambled. I've get, well, sorry, I've gambled one time. My twenty first birthday. I'm thirty seven. I'm going to make one more bet, and I'm going to be doing it soon because I think um, I think I was just told a couple of days ago, maybe last week, that right now 
Uh, Bryce Harper is a 25 to one odds to win the MVP in 2024. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to be, I'm going to be laying down some money on that because I've been calling it for a while. Just like I called Lorenz in over Nola. I'm calling (laughs) uh, Harper, I think is a man on an absolute mission in 2024. So um, how many stacks you throwing down on it? I think I'm going to put down a C note. Just a C note, bro. I can't do anything. Max, bro. Oh, (laughs) that's gonna be a lot. Um, uh, and then I'll have the proof of of the bet. I'll put it on on our Instagram page and and all that to let everybody know that it's a legit thing. So, um, yeah, that's my number four moment is Harper's three hundredth home run, and then like a week later, I think his fifteen hundredth career hit was a home run. So it just doesn't end. Uh, so yeah, that that's my number four. Jay, number three, um, Harper again for me. Uh, okay. The steal of home and in, in, in the oh, that's right. Like I, I know it's like you said, it's one of those things. We've how many years has the Phillies been around? That's the first ever steal of home in the playoffs <laughs> yeah, for them. Yeah. Um, so you know, and just it, it came at a time where we needed it. Like the series didn't turn out the way we wanted, but that's neither here nor there. Right. But you know, just seeing like. I've never I can't remember the last time I've seen somebody steal home in a playoff game. I don't I don't know if I've ever seen it. Yeah. Um so I, I to me that was huge. I thought that was it was so cool to just be able to witness that and see that. Yeah, that was it's that's awesome. Um all right, so let's go to my number three, which is something that was much maligned, but boy, did it work. Um Trey Turner's standing ovation on August 4th. Um I know Jay said it's probably in his top five because I think at this point, looking back, hindsight being what it was, it, 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 I mean, outs, you know, when all, after August 4th, it was hotter. In the, no I don't one. know if anybody was hotter in baseball than, than that kid was after that. No. no. And I still, I still, dis, I still disagree with it just because I, I, it may be in my list and I'm agreeing with Chris doesn't mean I agree with it. I still hated right. the move. I still hate it. Right. It, but it, but it worked. You know, the numbers. It's, it, it's numbers a great point. Out. And, you know, just to give everybody an idea, um, in July, I just want to let everybody know, in July. How bad? In, in 24 games, he was hitting <laughs> 218 with a on-base percentage of 265. <sighs> he hit two home runs, two home runs, and five RBIs in the month <laughs> of July. I, I, so, before we go into August real quick, I just want to say, you know how we're saying how bad that is? Yeah. For everybody that loves Schwarber, his batting average would lower that for a whole season, okay? <laughs> Just had to get that shot in there. That was it's for a- John. Yeah, it's accurate. Um, in August, and this is after August 4th, because August 1st through the 4th, <laughs> my man was to doing anything because that's why he got the standing <laughs> ovation. So from uh, August 4th to the end of the month, which w- would have been another 24 games, which is the same amount as July, Nine home runs, 26 RBIs, a 335 batting average, a 380 on base percentage, um, and a thousand sixty-five OPS. Yeah. And then Wild. he followed, and then he followed up September with 24 games, seven home runs, 16 RBIs, a 300 batting average, a 370 on base percentage, and a 932 OPS. So Listen, Dude was on fire until his last fire. 25 at bats. <laughs> like everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> like everyone else. Like up until that last few games against Air, uh, against uh, the Diamondbacks. Dude, not – I don't think anyone was hotter than Trey Turner in baseball. So, look. No. We all, all – not 
I'm just saying a lot of us might not agree with the ovation and what went into it because you are, you know, you're, you're paid a lot of money to do your job and to be as productive as he's always been up until the majority, 90, 85% of the season. But notwithstanding what happened after that day helped propel the Phillies to get to where they needed to go almost. Um, So you know, it, I, I can't deny the impact that it, it seemed to have had. So, yeah, my number three is Trey Turner's um, standing ovation on August 4th because it just changed. Like, he literally became everything that Jay and I spewed was. on here for so long before <laughs> the season started. Like, at, I predicted him to win the MVP. If you didn't watch baseball until this year, or you didn't follow Trey Turner's career, you'd be like, why are we paying this dude so much oh, money? Yeah. You'd yeah, feel like, like, doing? like the biggest ripoff in the history uh, of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, well, it, people would have been like, is this like, uh, uh, who's the guy that the, the, the Sixers paid and never played? Bynum. Andrew, Andrew Bynum. Bynum. Yes. yes. <laughs> so terrible. That's a tough one. It, it was, yes. Um, all right, uh, number two. We're in the final two here, Jason. For every reason we just gave, it was, it was that. It was Turner. Okay, just, number two is Turner. For as much as, as much as I hated it and as much as I didn't agree with it, and I bashed it, and I bashed it. And even after you and Dean called me an idiot because it worked, I didn't care, and I still don't. <laughs> but again, like you just said, you can't deny the impact it had on this Phillies team and – like you just said, almost got him where they wanted to go. He, he that that really, I think that changed the course of this of this season. Him him getting hot because we don't make it as far as we do without him being hot. I a thousand percent think that. Uh, uh for sure, absolutely. I mean, to get through September, like all that August, all of September and October, having Turner at that top of the order doing what he was doing, as much as we destroy Schwarber and a lot of it is warranted, it didn't, it almost didn't matter what Schwarber did because no. Turner was picking it right up no matter what. And then you had Harper in that three spot, uh, ripping everything as well. I mean, Harper's August and September was great. Um, all right. So my number two, um, became a national thing, and that's the attaboy Harper. I thought that was just. I honestly thought that was the rallying cry to get to the World Series. I really did. Um, almost, but no. So, backstory for everyone. Game two of the NLDS. The Braves <laughs> pull out a huge win. Uh, and then somehow cameras were rolling. Somebody's microphone on their phone was still going. Um, the Braves were acting like they had just won the World Series in their locker room. Uh, somebody caught... Um, um, was it Orlando Arcia? Uh, someone caught him saying at a boy Harper as in criticizing Harper for, um, um, trying to push into a double and, you know, really hurting, uh, their, their chances to, to win that game, um, and pushed it to help the Braves get that win. And literally within hours, it was everywhere it was all over uh twitter it was just everywhere and then you get to and then when you get to like the broadcast of the next of game three in philadelphia dude one the crowd was at an absolute massive fever pitch for harper to get up to plate 
Um, and not just that, the announcers almost felt like something was going to happen. And what happened was the man hit two home runs and gave just an epic all-time stare down to um, Arcia on the way, you know, going over second base. So, oh, it's beautiful. Just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, that's like stuff that, like, you do on a playground. Like, you want to talk shit, you know. What's that term? Like no, that's you, literally that's like high school. Like you because you know there's exactly. certain cats in high school that are just monsters yeah. and the kids you're gonna make fun of. And it just felt like that moment Harper was Harper was like, this is what I do, and yeah. this is where I and that's what he's done the last two years for is just show up until he didn't. Yes, but to me, it's like one of those moments of you know, F around and find out. If it there's did. one guy I'm not going to do that to. Is Bryce Harper? You want to do that to Nick Castellanos or Alec Boom? Sure, give it a whirl. But you don't do it to the guy who hits like six hundred against your team. In yeah, the and then he was upset. Why well, shouldn't have got out? Why did y'all leak that? It was so funny how upset he was. You just gotta <laughs> be a little more careful. Whenever you're there's media around, you always got to assume there's a hot mic somewhere. Um, so yeah, that's that's my number two is the Attaboy. I probably put that a little bit higher, but I thought it was just one of those really cool, just badass stories that you yeah. don't see in sports that much anymore, where someone talks trash and then you get to live it out right like the next day. Um, and like in like the best fashion for baseball is you take them yard, not once, twice. twice. <laughs> like it's just awesome. Um, all right, Jay, your number one moment. Of 2023. So I got to go honorable mention first because that's go what ahead. I do. Um, I'll do that as well. Uh, there was one Sunday where, you know, we started tailgating pretty early. Um, it was a good Sunday, right? I believe we got a win. We all came back out, you know, had a few post-game beverages. Mm -hmm. And I got to go over to the live and I won 200 bucks on the uh, uh, on the table. So I was pretty happy. So that's an honorable mention. You know, uh, that's one of my moments of the years. You know, it, it's not all Phillies. It's part of the tailgate, you know, tailgate as well. Well, it's all about moments of the year, and that yeah. that's part of it. It was part of it. You know, anytime you go in a casino and come out plus, you did something right. <laughs> that's right. Um, all right. So, yeah, what is your number one moment, your favorite moment of 2023 Phillies? So, you really – we just talked about it. To me, it was game three. I, I, it being there, wow. okay. um, you know, in, in that yep. moment – and I, I think you got to add game four in with it as well to me. But game three, the atmosphere, like you said, it was coming after the attaboy Harper. That place was electric yep. when he hit that home run, dude. And then when he hit the second home run, you could you just felt it. And then at the end of that game, just the, you know, we won Strider. And then yep. just going out again for the second year in a row mm -hmm. and ending their season, um, you know, to me, that – is that was probably to probably because it was the last time you really felt the joy um mm -hmm. of the season um what was those series but that was such a big moment i can't remember like even back in the the our heydays it sounds yeah. so weird saying that now because we're old but you know in, in that time frame like it, i that i don't even know it was that loud then just mm -hmm. just the deafening uh when harper hit those home runs and you could see it on their faces their pitchers uh, did not want anything to do with us. Agreed. Elder just got rolled. It was it was beautiful. It, it was such a good atmosphere. And I know, you know, you hear it nationally. You don't talk, but I don't know how many places are like Philadelphia. 
uh, Phillies, October baseball. I, I don't yeah. know. It, it just gets so loud in there, especially against the Braves, especially because they they won the championship and celebrated mm-hmm. on our mound, and we got to knock them out again and destroy them and take out uh, take out Spencer again. It was so beautiful. Yeah, so my honorable mention, it was already mentioned earlier, my honorable mention uh, was the Michael Lorenzen no-hitter. I couldn't I, – I, it was in my top ten – um, and I just figured I'll add it to an honorable mention from a top five standpoint, but my number one moment of the year is exactly what you just said. It's not just game three. It's the fact that we took out the Braves for the second year in a row and winning that NLDS. Um, I was again, like you were at there for game three. I was lucky enough to be at the clincher in game four. Um, one, it almost was a huge damper because that was also, if anyone remembers, that was where we all thought maybe Harper blew his elbow. Oh, yeah. And that was where I – only two other times has my – like my heart literally sank in like my body to where I couldn't feel anything. And the other two times were like, you know, when my wife went into labor with both of our girls. So like that's where like, you know – it's like that primal thing, like the testosterone in your body and all the energy just like keeps you standing. Mm-hmm. When that happened to Harper and we saw him go down holding that elbow, we all thought, oh, my God, sure, we're going to win this, but it's over. Like, it's yeah, over. what cost? At what cost? And what's the cost here? And um, and then when he got on the top of the dugout. I remember messaging you. You were yeah. because we, all of us in that chat were like, that we is were not. Freaking out. I was like, it is Chris. He's coming out. We're good. I was like, yeah. okay, thank God. Like we, rough night. the, no one cared that the Phillies, that they were even holding a bat in that, in that bottom of the eighth. The only thing people kept looking at was, does anybody see Harper? Who sees Harper? Um, you know, my wife is texting me from home saying he's still in the dugout. He's walking around the dugout. And then we all saw him step on the top of the dugout. And I thought either he's watching the rest of the game or he's coming out. And the second he grabbed his glove and came out, the place went bananas. And we were all like, we're good. Craig Kimbrell almost let us all know, (laughs) don't worry, I'm going to mess this up for you. But we were able to handle it. And to be at that clincher to me was awesome because I hate the Braves. I can't stand Spencer Schreider, although I'd give him them anything, almost anything for him to be a Philly. <laughs> um, that was just so cool. dude. It was like, like you said, like the playoff atmosphere. I liken it back to the like the late 90s or early 2000. Man, I would say like those mid to late 90s Cowboys-Eagles rivalry, how there was so much eight. There was so much like piss and vinegar between the two. Oh, yeah. Like – when we saw Spencer Strider even like walking on the field in Citizens Bank Park, it was unlike anything I'd ever been a part of. And it was incredible. Like I thought there was going to be a riot. Like if he even like did it, if he like waved the fans, I thought, Oh, well, someone's going to run on the field and spear him. Um, Like it was incredible. Uh, And the fact that they beat him again. um, Like, what was it? Last two years, they've 15 games ahead of us. And we just so you know, like yeah, the hatred there. Yeah, it's 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 got it. Like it's got to be. If I'm a player, I'm pissed. If I'm exactly, like, yeah. And, and like you said, I, I really believe that Chris Sale move. It it makes sense that it's it's a. Who do you have to beat if you're the Braves right now? You have to beat the Phillies. You may yeah. be blowing them out through the regular season, 
but they've got your number in the playoffs. They're just a better team. You can't hang with them. Go get a, a lefty and, and hope, you know, like you said, he's not what he once was, but you hope you can get catch lightning in a bottle with them. So really, like, it has to be yeah. for us. It ha- There's no other real logical reason. Especially I, I, the, I the shortstop they gave up is, is is a pretty is a good shortstop. Definitely a shortstop of the future for them. So they they gave up something of value to get him. And if you're a Phillies fan, which obviously we are, um, do you want to see the Braves again in the playoffs? I never want to see the I want to see the Braves <laughs> this year, bro. Like, come on, they're yeah. they're so. I thought like I picked the Phillies. I think I don't remember, but like they're they're such a good team. That team this year was so has six players with thirty home runs. Oh, it's like, historic. It, yeah, that team is a juggernaut. So as beautiful it is to knock them off and the joy that you get, you still have to remember what that lineup it's their is. division it's, it's, it's yeah it's theirs and and yes we beat them in the playoffs and it's great i, I and i if hey if it happens again i'm all for it i don't want to see them no i'd rather not yeah not if i don't have to exactly i agree um all right so ladies and gentlemen there it is your our top five moments of 2023 it's i'm actually moments there's just so many. Like it's. I, I had, you know, I, you know, the, this. I feel like the JT cycle. It was a pretty big one, even Huge. though they lost the game. Harper's like, infield, the par- inside the park home run against San Francisco. I, I like, I like the stock grand slam. And, oh, and the stock the grand slam. Stock yeah. grand slam. I thought was, you know, even I think Kirkring's debut it was a yeah. big because the, he he's a guy of the future. He he showed he had some stuff, and maybe not in the playoffs, but he showed. You know, you give him some seasoning. So I think there was a lot of big moments and. No, we didn't get to where we want to go, and and I know a lot of people are clamoring, um, you know, for that signing. I, I think this team, I, I'd like where we're at. I don't think we got yeah. worse. I still think we're a good enough team. This team, as currently constructed, I think can win a World Series. But I, I do agree. believe. I mean, you've had this conversation. I've said it from the beginning. I, I they're going to make a move. It just I don't think it's going to be a signing. It'll so be a trade. I think, so Jason convinced me, and um, people think sometimes people think like I. I you know, one of us on this show makes fun of me and says I'm Mr. Baseball and know it all. <laughs> While I'm coming on here and letting everyone know that Jay is right and and Jay convinced me a while ago, I was ho hum like I was I was gung ho at at going after Yamamoto hard, getting him here, Blake Snell, even a hater. Um, but Jay convinced me with logic, and he told me to calm down for a minute and realize like. Who's going to be available possibly for trade bait later on in the season, even the offseason, if teams decide to unload? The Phillies can just give up pieces they're not going to use instead of spending a ton of money and go get those pieces like a Corbin Burns, guys like that. Shane um, Bieber. Which, I just think or yeah, Shane Bieber. Like, that's a possibility. Snell is not like, yeah, the guy's out there. Unless it was Yamamoto, if, if we had given the contract, I wouldn't have hated it. But I don't, I think outside of him, I don't. Hater, you still made, but there's nobody worth it. That's yeah. Hater has already come out. His agents already, you know, pumped. What the, is the, Diaz getting? What's is he 25 a year right now? It's almost 25 a year. I'm gonna check for you right now. Gosh, um, that, it's tough to pay close. Like I, I after last after the Arizona series, I think I'm okay with it, but that's a lot of money for a closer. Yeah. So he's making uh. 21.2 next year, then 21 and a half and 25, and then the next three years of 18 and a half, and then 20.4. Um, so that's what Hater Hater wants more than that. So, um, 22, 23 a year. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just worried about that because, you know, his velocity's down, his walks are up, um, and I hate walks. And basically, uh, what? Oh, so you're a whip guy. You're a big whip guy like me. Well, I just hate Nola. I hate when closers walk guys. I don't care. It's okay. I, I don't. I don't mind if like Nola or guys like starters in through six innings walk two guys. Like, we saw we saw Kimber walk a lot of people. I think that you know we saw him walk a ton in the playoffs. We saw how that yeah. finished out. We've we've seen him balk on purpose because he just can't get people out. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, there's just so many moments. I know a couple of people I asked like, "What was your favorite moment?" And they kind of lumped in the progression of. Bryson Stott and Brandon Marsh in that as a moment of the year is the what those guys are able to accomplish, just like Alec Bohm. Um, so I think That's you're defense, right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you're 100% spot on, Jay, that I think the Phillies are going to dip their way into the trade market so they don't have to spend a ton of money. Um, and then I do think this is a roster that is constructed to win a World Series. Okay. I'm going to say this for the 50th time. The Phillies won 90 games. And one of the best players in the world missed 30. So that could have and been a one of the other best players in the world played terrible until August. Correct. So you're looking if Harper doesn't get hurt. Now I hate hypotheticals, but you have to look at both players and their their history as a war player and the impacts that your two and three hole hitter could have had from day one. That's a hundred win baseball team. They are. They're 100 win baseball. They were right there with the Braves, and and I think they were the number two team in baseball from from June or was it June or July on. So, you know, they have the talent there to win. Anybody that that doesn't think they have the talent or just are are still bitter about that, like, let's settle. They're they're a very talented team. This is one of the most talented Phillies offenses. This might be more talented than the ones we had. I I agree overall that I think overall this roster is so deep. The bottom so destroys deep. probably that 08 to 11 team. If we could just get um, a center fielder. Yeah. And someone that makes sure Shorebird never touches left field again. That would be nice too. Um, but hey, look, Rojas is hitting every day, all day. He's on the good juice. So I'm pumped. So he's looking, he's looking beefy. So good for him. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Um, all right, guys, head over to SeatGeek.com. Use our code on the bump for $20 off your very first ticket purchase. And the Manscaped.com, our two sponsors since day one are still with us. And we're so grateful for that. Head over to Manscaped.com right now. Use our code BASEBALL20 for 20% off your order, plus free shipping worldwide. Uh, thank you so much to, to all of you. Um, we hope and pray you have a spectacular end of your 2023 and an even better 2024. Cause I really do think the best is yet to come. Um, and I, I, I really do. I said this last year, it didn't end well, but I'm going to say it again. Cause like Jay said, we still believe it. I think we're in for another awesome ride in 2024. And we're going to be here with you guys every week. Um, through 2024 and beyond. And we're so excited. Thank you for everything in 2023. Um, we owe all of this to you. And I've said this before, I can't do this without Jason. So Jason, thank you so much for 2023. Um, Jason's going to be out of commission for a little <laughs> bit in 2024. Um, he's Hope to be back by opening day, you know, hoping that he's going to be back. So we're going to miss him a little bit in February and March. Um, hopefully not too long, but, um, Jay's, uh, 
Gotta go under neck the knife. Brace. Neck brace will make an appearance. The neck it it should. It's going to have just to. pop in for a little bit. It's, it's going to be yeah. great. Maybe um, on some medication, but <laughs> it'll show up. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys very much. Uh, again, all the socials at Ring the Bell 856. If you guys are watching or listening on YouTube, smash that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you have family and friends that are Phillies fans, again, share our page. Let's keep this thing growing. Uh, thank you again very much. Thank you to the Philadelphia Phillies for an incredible ride in 2023 and helping us have something to talk about every day. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, all right. So I'm Christy Francesco. That's Jason Kent. And we'll catch you guys down the road. Happy New Year to you guys. See you next year. <laughs> see, you, see you next year. Um, looking forward to it. Bye-bye.